0: If there's one thing I've learned in the yachting industry, it's that people that drown in hot tubs don't leave good tips.
1: Through me you pass into the city of woe, all hope abandoned, ye who enter here. This week we're watching Below Deck Mediterranean on The Showdown.
0: So uh, hey, welcome everybody again to the pod. As always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. My name is Cliff and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So Colin, how are things in TV land today?
1: Well, we've dropped anchor. And we are ready to discuss. Okay, the...
0: so it's all boat talk then. That's yes. where. The, okay, awesome. Ahoy, matey. Awesome. This is gonna be a real fun ride. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, you're doing it too, boat okay. talk.
0: Okay. Fun ride. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a ride somewhere. So, so of course, the show we're discussing uh, here on on this this episode of the podcast is Below Deck Mediterranean. Yes. Uh,
1: Not the original Below Deck. Just Med.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. I'm, as the cool
1: kids call it Below Deck Med.
0: Uh-huh. So I'm I'm lost in this world as as you might probably gather from the podcast. Nope. But this is this is Colin's domain here, so I'm going to let her kind of be be my tour guide through this experience. Would as you, much like the the rewatch was.
1: Yeah, w- would you say you're lost at sea?
0: No, I wouldn't. I okay. would say I am <laughs> right I would say then. I I chose the All right. yeah, I chose the tag from from Dante's Divine Con- Comedy uh, about the inscription above the gates of Hell. Sure. Appropriately, that, that's yeah. that's how I feel I was transported into this. Uh, into this rewatch, but nevertheless, I don't we'll... think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, well, uh, cool. So we'll talk about yeah. why you feel that way, and then I will talk about why that may be incorrect. So, so let's let's start off to, with a, with a quick overview of the, yep. of the show for those who aren't familiar. I'm guessing are quite a few people. I think a lot of people watch this show. You'd the be amazed. Are, a
1: lot of people are, watch this show. Uh, yeah, yeah We're we
0: well. well, much in the spirit of Curse of Oak Island. It's it's a highly watched show. So I didn't know anything really about it other than just some mentions, but it's it's pretty popular. So yeah, I'll
1: also add that when I was on maternity leave the second time I looked forward to this show way more than I should have (laughs) it was it was definitely a highlight of like okay Wednesday morning to watch below deck med okay I I, did not want anything Ooh. more challenging for my brain, but I really okay. enjoyed
0: well, it. it. Well, it's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I missed that part of the, the pregnancy, so. <laughs> you were uh, around, you were just ignoring I was here, that. I was <laughs> yeah. in the house, I was just in a different <laughs> room, so, uh, so, so just to go through the quick overview here, so the air dates for this show, or it started in 2016, of course, it's still airing, in fact, as we're recording this episode, it's in the middle of season three. Three, yep. I believe, um, and we're, we're caught up as of the most recent episode here. It airs on Bravo, uh, and it's it's format's a one-hour reality show. I always put a question mark after the word reality. I'm not sure whose reality this is. But there seem to be real people and not robots. And so yeah, I have to yeah. take their take their word for it.
1: That's right. It's, uh, like like Cliff said, we have seen three seasons. There are 35 episodes total. Uh, and the cast, and I believe this is from season one, is, it is. Danny Zurich yet okay here we uh go. ferrier up. bobby Giancola, uh julia Pusey, tiffany copeland mark howard brian kattenberg jen reservato ben robinson and the creator is mark cronin
0: yeah yeah i just some notes so we'll talk about mark cronin here a little bit a little bit okay, later um
1: let's be nice to him he's Oh boy!
0: So yeah, so so the the cast is probably worth mentioning. That's from the first season. Yeah, there's some characters that get held over from season to season. But Hannah,
1: Hannah yeah, in fact, she may
0: be the only character that yeah. So so Bobby comes back for the
1: second season. Uh, Hannah comes back for all three, and then from the second to the third season, we see a repeat of Captain Sandy.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And and the and the, the the chef. Is oh, right,
1: right, right. Yes, Adam. Yeah, Adam. So uh, Ben is the chef in the first season, and he's been a chef on some of the regular Below Deck seasons. So okay. he's, he's done a couple of tours in okay. that. I'm so, so sorry. That hellscape. That. Yeah, we'll
0: have to. I'll have to never see those. So, um, okay. so <laughs> You might like them. I don't so, know. Yeah, Maybe great. you like that better
1: than this one. So the
0: description of the show that's that's given, is, uh, which I think helps sums up this. If you haven't seen the this show, this will help. So the Below Deck franchise sets sail with a new boat crew and location in the series that follows nine members of a crew who live and work aboard a 150-foot yacht, the Ionian Princess. For the first season, it, it changes, and we'll talk all about the different boat names. Um, as the ship journeys through the Mediterranean, each episode features a new group of elite pa- elite's stretch, elite passengers uh, with each group presenting a different set of challenges for the crew. So- yeah,
1: instead of elite, you could say filthy rich and not very
0: nice just scourge of the earth yeah, a I little mean, bit yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I i i'm sure there are people that go on those cruises that are nice normal respectful polite people i, I did not watch any episodes yeah i can ahead. remember
1: one episode where and we'll, we'll get into it and i get we'll that, save that goes
0: against the conflict of the show perhaps sure. but sure. um well that makes it makes it, <laughs> makes it tough
1: so um, amazingly, it's actually rated pretty highly. It has a seven on IMDb, yeah, I'm, which uh, if I remember correctly, that's higher than True Blood, right? Yeah, I
0: can't even. I think it was. You know.
1: um, and then as for awards, it has actually received eight Emmys. Uh, I'm just kidding, it hasn't gotten any awards uh-huh. ever. Yeah, yeah it's just they, not happening. It
0: might have, uh, maybe taken some hardware from their homes, just doorknobs and things. So. Sure, yeah, So yeah, certainly
1: pieces of the Ionian princess have gone home with some of these
0: they're, characters. They're in the negative, so, so notable <laughs> filming locations, uh, the Mediterranean. Um, Obviously. Yeah, I, 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 I made some notes, like, that's kind of kind of where they're at specifically the season one is in greece season two is filmed uh, off the coast of croatia Uh and season three currently airing off the coast of italy Italy. and uh, ports therein the amalfi
1: Um, coast right yeah
0: and that's really all the location i don't know if they're i didn't watch every episode so i don't know if they do any other shot but it seems like every shot is either on the boat or on whatever port they happen to be in, or, or perhaps a whatever dinghy is taking people back and forth between the boat and some awful beach that they're going to... Yeah, I mean, sometimes they go on. to
1: the beach to do, like, a beach picnic, or if there's a real scenic spot that they want to mm-hmm. do beach time or whatever. Um, they've also, in the past, I've seen them go to local cities where they kind of... Almost like if you take a cruise in that area, you mm-hmm. stop and you port and then you get off and you hang out in the town and then you come back. Right.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, just... Uh, Ooh, just difficult stuff. Just, <laughs> no, no, no beach picnic has ever gone without wind damage, as far as I can tell.
1: Yeah, that, uh, that just that. highlights how difficult their job is.
0: Yeah. So the top-rated episode for the series is actually in season two, episode eight, rated at seven point six, called "Flirting with Danger." I do not remember the content of that episode, but mostly okay. because these episodes are pretty repetitive like they they, even the seasons feel like they're pretty they kind of all have the same arc it feels like and um, so it's just kind of trying to see which of the characters from each season are going to do the craziest stuff and get drunk and say some weird things nobody quite as much as Bobby who we'll get into but who could ever reach the heights of drunken Bobby nobody Um, no one uh, and so, the familiarity disclaimer uh, before we jump into some more specific comments, where we're going to talk a whole lot about Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. is <laughs> as Colin, as you heard, is uh, very familiar with the show, has seen most every episode. I think you hadn't quite yeah, caught up on seen season all of three. Season three, but, uh, but we're caught up. We watched a lot of those episodes. Right, yep. we get it. Okay, yeah. we get it. Yep. Um, I I had never seen a minute of the show until we started the rewatch. Uh, I know you
1: were so young and so blissful. Yes. <laughs> Now you're just a dark, dark, angry man. It has made
0: me a difficult person to deal with more so uh, than I was before. So that's our familiar level. But in case you're not familiar, uh, let's go do a quick recap of the theme song, which was difficult to find. But the, the theme, theme <laughs> yes. song, nonetheless, we're going to play uh, in, in a segment we like to call Theme Song Jukebox. <laughs> So I'm,
1: that's a fun theme song. I like it.
0: That's that's the most generic theme song. Yeah, I've I know. <laughs> it, it took them longer. Somehow, against the rules of time and space, the theme song is somehow longer than it actually took them to produce the theme song. Okay. I don't even you know how that's physically it. possible. Don't it deny is, you were dancing it is, to uh, it. It's it's you know what it sounds like the. Have you ever bought like a child's keyboard and it has like a demo button? That yep. sounds like that's what comes out of the yep. keyboard when you press the demo button. That's
1: probably where they got the song.
0: Well, they've got some copyright violations to deal with. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> so so with that, let's let's uh, let's move along here to the part of the podcast where we're gonna break it. All Down. Colin, are you ready for your close-up? You bet. All right, so close-up's, of course, the part of our podcast where we get a little bit more specific about our thoughts and feelings on the show. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to get dark, so I hope you brought an umbrella. Uh, Colin, would you like to to go first and kind of start us off? Yeah,
1: I will. I'll I'll just start by saying clearly I like this show. I, I recognize some of the problems with it. Uh, Not all of them, though. Um, I I think one thing, just to to kind of explain my position to start, is one of the things I really like about this show is that almost all of these types of shows on Bravo and E! and other networks, almost all of them feature really rich, obnoxious, Uh entitled, awful people. Uh Mm-hmm. And this show certainly has, yeah, certainly has them. But but your follow the main people that you're following week to week are these people who actually work for a living, who mm-hmm. uh, by no means come from any kind of rich background, unless you know they are just doing this for fun for some reason. But you know they're working for a living. They uh, have explained so many times that the the stakes of the show are. That they have to put up with these awful guests Mm -hmm. to get a good tip because there's such a short season and they make a ton of money and then they kind of live on that until the next season. Right. And you know it's it's a tough job, but there is I don't I don't is it though?
0: Is it a tough job? They have
1: to be on the boat 24 hours a day. They're
0: like a they're like a part time waiter. Like waiting and waiting tables in a real restaurant is a hard job. Yes. Yes. Not so much.
1: Okay. I I will disagree. I I think it looks like it is. Let's put it this way, it is not a fun mm-hmm. job.
0: No, nope. they're driving boats around in the water. They're, like, ferrying people back and The hardest part about the job, truly, which I do have some sympathy for, is dealing with Yeah, that's what I'm saying. super difficult people. Yeah, but the actual what makes it awful. The actual job itself, mm, it, seems like, right. it seems like they're asleep a lot.
1: I, I think I think I would agree that the actual... Like they're sleeping d- and
0: drinking <laughs> okay. a lot.
1: Well, they definitely show that more often than anything else. But I, I would say you're probably right that just doing this job by itself is not that bad, but doing it for these people. I mean, the the one we just watched at the beginning of season three where some lady was like, I asked for nuts and I want my nuts. <sighs> oh, the nuts that's lady. That's unbelievable. And then, the, the, then okay, I'm going to go off on a tangent here about those <laughs> oh, people oh because they specifically go. asked for Italian on, let me food get my oxygen and drink. he made them um, pasta in a bowl and she's like, this looks like dog food. And then the other lady no, was I like, I believe she yeah, said, I,
0: I wouldn't feed this to my dog if right, I remember correctly. Right, that phrase sticks right, out in which my mind. I
1: wouldn't feed that to my dog either because it looks... Like delicious people food, mm-hmm. but anyway, the thing that frustrated me the most about that is, I'm sure you all know who have seen the show, is that they like sent it back because they didn't want anything starchy, and then they asked for grilled cheese sandwiches, and the other lady asked for spaghetti. Mm-hmm. They may have asked for like, well, those people were children. Nuggets, those ladies were right? children. Like that was <laughs> exactly.
0: that was a that was. Do you a, have
1: Dino Chicken Nuggets? What happens
0: when the Mean Girls never learn their lesson? Oh, God, they end awful. up on that boat in yeah, that episode.
1: So anyway, so all all of that to say that one what, what I like about the show is that the main characters that we're following are actually working hard and they they are earning the money that they're getting
0: okay well I, I vehemently disagree <laughs> okay. I do not think they <laughs> right. are earning any of what they're getting as far ah, as I okay. can tell they're, they are oh it's not working well let me I'll give you a, a quote I wrote down I actually didn't take a lot of notes for this show I, I, I literally ran into fatigue in yeah. the show I could not <laughs> write anymore I, Like it was just uh, exhausting to watch
1: I will support that by saying that halfway through the first episode, Cliff turned on all the advertisers. Yep. He started <laughs> cursing out during the ad breaks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it was... Uh, hey, they,
1: didn't, they probably didn't even buy this specific show.
0: It was tough. I, I'm trying to... I've, there's a lot of really nasty quotes in here. Okay. I've made the one that summarizes how I felt about it is I I wrote down, I've never wanted a boat to sink more in my life. <laughs> yep. um, I, that was really uh, the, only, the, the only action that could have redeemed the show is just the... You know, we lost the boat. Season's over. Sorry. I mean, other people survive. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but a little, a little water in their lungs, maybe. Just, I just, I want, some, I want some lessons learned. Yeah. I think overall. I don't think they
1: would learn the lesson. They would just complain that.
0: Mostly by the guests. The I, I, I would, finish. I would agree with you that a lot of the, the deck hands and the, if I hear somebody shorten the word steward to stew one more time, I'm, I'm Guinness, like that was that started to grate on me a little bit. But I think for the most part, the people that work on the boats are like. I wouldn't call them normal people, but they're at least representative of like people you could identify with there. They pick them on purpose, just like every other reality show to be uh, in conflict for the entire season, but they seemed reasonable. They should not be working these jobs. Like they are not really qualified to be doing this. And so I think part of that's a, a setup. One of the notes, uh, that, that I made on here, the backgrounds of these people are false, period. Like, <laughs> they start talking about, oh, I'm a scientist, and I'm, I am like, I drive, like, all, it, it was just craziness. Like, they were talking about all these things that they are clearly not qualified to do. Like, they can't interact with other human beings on a boat. There's no way that they're, you know back home and they're astrophysicists and i just finished my medical degree and what like all just nonsense just pure nonsense i I
1: will tell you something about most scientists and this is no offense to scientists because i have a lot of scientist friends in my life believe it or not (laughs) most of them are not people person people people they they do not they do not wait so that's
0: your argument for why the cast of below deck mediterranean are in fact scientists
1: no (laughs) Well, yes, I uh, guess. <laughs> Just trying to piece what, all this together. I think together. what I'm saying is you're saying, well, there's no way that this person who doesn't get along with people could be a scientist. I'm saying, oh, yeah, actually, one of the key components of being a scientist is that typically they don't get along well with no, people. No,
0: I'm saying that's why they're bad at this job. Okay. because that, that
1: is why they're yeah, bad at this job. So, that's yes. what I'm saying. I'm saying. I agree. They're, they're two different. <laughs> there's they're two different
0: arguments. Argument one is they are absolutely not scientists. And argument two is they're bad at their jobs because they're – really bad at working with other people.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't know if
0: those two affect each other. Okay.
1: Yeah. Maybe they are scientists. I don't know if they're scientists. <laughs> all right. You heard it here. I don't Colin, wanna, I don't Colin accuse asserts anyone that all of, of the below deck Mediterranean
0: casts are, are scientists <laughs> uh, of what okay. we don't know. So I made a couple of notes just to kind of rewind a little bit. Having never seen this show, I always like to try and write down my first impressions when, uh, when it comes on. The, the first thing I, I wrote, the very first thing I wrote down was, this is too many people to work on a boat. Um, that's one of the things that kind of strike I understand it's a it's a big boat it's a it's super yacht uh, perhaps as they call it but it feels like it's too many people on this tiny boat like we're putting I don't know there's there's 10 staff all together nine or ten staff yeah, and, then and then we're then gonna have, have the, like, six guests show up and it's, there's, there that's too many people
1: They also clearly have a couple of people like the three the three guys that they always show at the beginning of the season that are actually like, the actual deck. The people hands. making sure the boat doesn't yeah. so, Oh,
0: plus the camera crew. I think that right, was another thing that occurred to me. Too. Like, it's not just the people you see. Like, there's right. a whole, there's a producer and there's, all you know, like, yep. it can't be good. No, do they have I, enough I, life jackets? I worry that they I don't have enough they life probably jackets.
1: Do. I, I do. not know. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. a lot of space.
0: The maritime law is unforgiving at wow, times that's true a couple other notes I made I did, unsurprisingly I don't like these people I made a note about the Steelers game that that seemed oh, to rub God, me the wrong way in the first the season worst. there's an episode where there's people trying to watch a Steelers game and it becomes a big ordeal and no offense to any no offense to Steeler Nation if they're, <laughs> they're out there listening I don't know that it has to do with Ooh. the team specifically but like this idea that we're gonna fly halfway across the world and spend I don't know. I like. I don't even have a concept of how much these people actually pay to go on this boat, but I'm it's sure it's a lot. a lot. of money that they're spending, and our only real request is we want to be able to sit down and watch a, an American football game, it,
1: regular season game, by the way. <sighs> yeah. yeah, and um, you know, I I don't know. I don't remember the exact figure that they pay. I remember reading someone somewhere talking about it. I want to say it was like ten thousand dollars a day or something insane. I did
0: not bet a minimum. Like yeah, it's, yeah it's, like I mean, it's, it's gotta insane. be yeah. Probably if we have, if we were making a good Podcasts, we'd have done some research to well, find out. Well,
1: you know, to but be it's fair. it's a
0: mediocre podcast, people. It's free, That's all right? right. What do you me tell free.
1: you? Um, but it does sort of raise the question: what kind of people would hire this yacht? I mean, I thought about this. If I were interested in this kind of service. I mean, I think that's the appeal for these people. Like, like put aside the I want to be on TV crowd who are specifically asking for the Bravo mm-hmm. below-deck crew. But, but this is a thing that happens a lot. So people hire these yachts to take them around for a couple days, you know, them and five of their closest friends. And I, I cannot wrap my brain around dropping that much money to essentially be trapped on a boat and occasionally go swimming. right? I mean, right. I can understand, okay, we're going to stay in a really, really, really fancy hotel on the coast, mm-hmm. and we're going to hire a boat for the day, and also in that hotel we're going to pay for, I don't know what, what they call it, butler service or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, I, <sighs> I, I cannot imagine picking... This yacht. If if I have that much money to spend on a vacation, I can't imagine that yacht is right. Well, the our, best our,
0: we're a little biased. Our greatest fear, personally, is being <laughs> trapped in a place where we cannot get away from people. Uh, we've That's talked about right. many times. Like That's even right. even, a, even a cruise ship just terrifies us. to yep, the Yeah, I just so. don't
1: want to be stuck with like this is so <laughs> nut lady. I can't imagine. Being that awful and then being like, oh, but the person I'm yelling at is going to be serving me food for the next two days. Right. Like, like I they
0: eat so much spit? Like, that makes me anxious. Just, like, I, I imagine being in, like, a nice restaurant and just them being at the table behind us where we can hear them and behaving like that. Yeah. Like, even that just makes me anxious yeah. to think about that people in the world just are, uh, are, are just awful. <laughs> just, yeah, they are not awful. I to, prefer not to acknowledge them if possible, but they're there. And they're on boats, and they're floating around in the Mediterranean, and who knows where else, and I don't know what to do about it.
1: Well, I know what to do about it, is not get on one of those yachts. I
0: think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just just avoid <laughs> it all. It's our, our travel, rec- this has become a travel review show all of a sudden, and our recommendation is <laughs> avoid the Mediterranean, right. you if you can.
1: Consider Disney World? <laughs> so, t- well, I don't know
0: if that's much better, so. Oh, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> uh, so, to, so, maybe to, to slightly change the subject here, I, I did make a note about this show, there's True to form in a lot of these types of shows. There's a lot of skin. I wrote more butts than True Blood. As <laughs> That's a note, right. um, That's right. which I didn't think was possible—that there yeah. could be more butts. Then show up in True Blood, and yet here we have Below Deck Mediterranean, where they're, they have a, they have like a patented technique. I noticed yep. early on where they yep. go to like it's like a, uh, it's like a transition shots. they have, yep. and it goes to the six segmented shots on screen. And if you watch closely, one of those shots, at a minimum of one, if not minimum. more, always has some sort of a butt in it. Yep.
1: Yep. Always a butt.
0: Yeah, it's called the butt grid. I think is what they. I think that's the technical <laughs> what's, term. What's
1: great about that is I imagine some producer is like, okay, what kind of butt B-roll do we have? And It's like, I don't know, what's Bobby up to? Let's let's get his butt.
0: Bring me your butt shots. <laughs> we, butt we're shots. short on we're short on oh, this episode. Boy. Yeah. So I, a couple other things I guess to to, to mention uh, the season two chef whose name Adam? is Adam. Yes, uh, lives in a van. Yeah, oh god! It okay. looks like he's actually making some pretty good food. Like he seems to have some culinary skills. I think so.
1: Yeah, le- think legit lives in a, in a
0: van in California and just kind of drives. It's it's a it's a weird story, and you know, I, I I was conflicted about how I felt about his choice to to live and cook in a van and, and uh, eat things off of rocks in the forest.
1: Well, what's crazy is that they they probably make a ton of money. I mean, essentially they get a tip of one to two thousand dollars each mm-hmm. per charter mm-hmm. on top of whatever salary they're getting, which mm-hmm. is not l- low. I kind of looked it up. I think it, I think it was like annually a chief stew could make thirty five dollars to $70,000. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. It's, it's
0: stew is a food, all right? That's right. That's right. Use a different word, whatever Whatever needs it to happen. Food
1: you would feed your dog. Uh, nope.
0: <laughs> I would not feed that food to my dog, <laughs> okay. and food in a bowl apparently is... Very lowbrow,
1: <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's, it's so offensive to put pasta in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So so these people, I mean, I think they can make a ton of money in a summer. So it raises the question: Why would you need to live in a van the rest of the year? Couldn't he work in a restaurant? I, well, that's the thing. I assume
0: he chooses to live in a van. Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah I, don't, of I, don't, I don't. I don't get the feeling that he's just you know ha- has no other choice but to live in a van. I think. Can I he think. Cook he, in it, a van. No, that's my point. They, they, there's like a cutaway shot I remember of of him like oh, right, like, like cooking literally cooking rock. fish on a rock or yeah. something in Yellowstone, and I'm, it's you know, that looks
1: gross. I don't want to eat that.
0: Cool until you actually have to live it, and then yeah. hmm, maybe not so cool. Um, so, what other notes mm-hmm. did you have, Colin?
1: Well, I think we should talk about how much of the show is committed to people falling in and out of love, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, both mutually and. Uh, unrequitedly Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: um it it kind of made me sad especially because bobby basically did that two years in a row i mean Mm -hmm. that's not very interesting (laughs) bobby you gotta grow up a little bit
0: start the bobby train
1: right and and it's interesting to think about it's sort of inevitable you put young good-looking people on a boat for a summer Mm -hmm. two of them are bound to get drunk and make out sooner or later Mm -hmm. i I'm torn between I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, and I'm surprised that it's not weirder. Like, they they never really showed just how awkward I feel like it would actually be if that happened. I I think
0: so. I think a lot of it has to do with the the types of people that kind of are able to maneuver in those situations and not think it's, like, completely bizarre, probably are a little less self-conscious about... That awkward situation, you're, like you are saying
1: people who go on reality TV have no self-awareness. That's my feeling.
0: That's my feeling about it. That's what—that's what what only my opinion. Statement. That's what I've, I've gathered. I, I mean, I—I I, look to make a comparison. Right, uh-huh. while we're on the subject, like it's sure. something that. Uh, that you have, have forced me into this year for the first oh, time ever is watching The not. Bachelorette, I okay. think is what's on right now. Yes. And I, I can, like, Bobby's... For with, the record, first, I have not forced you into this. You suggested that you mm, wanted to watch it this season that with is us. not at all how I remember that okay. going down. But yeah. I, the Bobby feels like he's, he looked like a, a contestant to me from The Bachelorette yeah. this year, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be weird and sort of charming, but I've got this, this kind of... Don't get him out, drunk. I still think I'm in a fraternity sort yeah. of. And so as, and as soon as I get drunk, like just complete reckless abandon with, with, you know, how I'm talking. And it's, you know, they're not, they're not, not everyone's like that. That's, that's a lot of what it felt like is we're going to get these people together that are in this profession that lends itself to all these things that are going to happen. And we're going to feed them alcohol and find people and just kind of. Stand back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it was interesting because I do think he wants to think of himself as a nice guy, and I do think that for the most part he probably is. is. Bobby seems like a reasonable
0: guy. He just he's a fireman, you know. Yeah, just you know, don't 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 be don't drink maybe so much. Yeah, just a little less. Maybe
1: don't let TV crews film you when you drink. I've certainly had nights where I was not very nice to other people because of. Yeah, circumstances. I
0: think I think that's worth mentioning. these types of shows, like I, I don't I don't know a lot about them, but logic kind of tells you, and you have to remember this as you're watching. I think most reasonable people do that a lot of what you see is the result of editing, right? Mm -hmm. And so these Mm -hmm. people are behaving this way, right? It's on camera, but there's also the, the editing is, is a very powerful tool. And so I think a lot of this is, you know, kind of leaving out the stuff that would make some of these things make sense and probably, you know, traits that might balance out the way that these people are behaving. And so I, I, part of it is, is being a victim of, you know, I'm on television, but you know, that's, that's only a small percentage. A lot of it too is, You know, sometimes um, these people be cray.
1: Yeah, they all cray. Mm -hmm. They all cray. Uh, So I have a couple more notes that I wanted to make sure I mention. Mm -hmm. At one point, Cliff just exacerbated and yelled, I hate them, will they drown,
0: (laughs) about the guests. I did. I I overloaded. (laughs) I can admit that.
1: What's what's funny about the show is the very first thing I wrote down, and this is related: is uh, you think that the crew are all awful people, uh, but then you meet the guests and you find out that they're actually the awful people.
0: Yeah, it, it it helps their case for sure. If the if the guests were all like nice, reasonable people, the show would not be as full of conflict and perhaps interest. If that's what you find interesting and not not awful, but. Um, it also kind of helps to make the... Like, it humanizes the rest of what's going on on the boat because there's some people that show up on the show that uh, do not appear to be human.
1: Yeah, and what's crazy is I once saw an episode where it was, like, six middle-aged, probably 40, late 40s, early 50-year-old women. They were six girlfriends, and they just wanted a fun, relaxing weekend. And they Mm -hmm. were the most docile, polite, friendly nice. Right. It was a super boring episode but it was fascinating because it, again it comes back to this question of why would they spend the money for this kind of like you kind of expect that people who want to spend this much money to have a crew of people at their beck and call are going to be that demanding and awful and then to see people spend this kind of money and be super well, nice, it's just weird.
0: Right I, I think so like the, you know we talked about this during the during the watch but like I the people that are showing up to pay to be on the boat are really paying to be on the show sure. also, yeah. first of all. So they know they're going to be on TV. They're paying to be on a television show. Secondly, there's most of the people that show up have some sort of agenda. They're selling something, and they kind of have these awkward work-ins in the show of, oh, well, she owns this company, and they make a thing, and we're going to make a menu that has different products from this lady's makeup line. Here's our ginger beer that we're going to load onto the boat. And so some of it's a commercial, too, for them. And so I think that's part of it, is if you were to take a sample of all of these vacationers that weren't going to be on a TV show, it might be a different set of people. I think specifically they choose interesting slash conflictful conflicting oh, conflictful is a word. I like it. <laughs> Confl- I like I'm it. I'm gonna stick with it then. Yeah. Conflictful <laughs> people to to be on these boats, but that also have some sort of agenda to be there
1: well and that's that's the thing I get that if you're like okay we're gonna do this it's gonna be a great g- vacation but also the bonus is that of course people are gonna watch Bravo and see this whatever yeah I know, Cliff, Cliff just gave the finger to the TV <laughs> well, that we're watching. There's
0: some, yeah there's some but madness what, going on in the background
1: what blew me away is the perfect example of this is the season 2 guy who didn't want onions and Adam kind of famously thought that that was stupid so he put onions in the food he thought it would be funny whatever He almost Mm -hmm. got fired for it, and then those people come back for another season, Uh and they like made a whole joke with hats that say hashtag no onion. I I cannot wrap my brain around why any of that would happen. (laughs) Like I know I'm not because because if you have
0: a lot of money and you could pay to be on TV, I think that's attractive to some people. I can I getting I can I have more money than sense. And I can, there's an m- amount of money I can shell out to be on a TV show, and I get to show yeah. up, and I think I'm funny, I'm going to make my hat, and I can do this stuff, and I can I can be weird or famous or whatever. It's buying your 15 minutes of fame.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. I, I think it just gets back to sort of my...
0: It's a mistake every time, because the editors <laughs> just annihilate them <laughs> I know, in, in yeah, the, yeah, the post-edit of the show. But th-
1: I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, you saw second season. Did they mm-hmm. not wait until after they saw their edit to go back on the third I, season I, I think there's
0: probably a subset of those people that do not care also like they know they're gonna be on TV they know they're gonna behave like maniacs and weirdos and they're just like you know what yeah
1: I'm on TV i good well, kudos to the Bravo editors for not ever showing anyone spitting in any of their food.
0: Because <laughs> it had, they, yeah, it had a lot of a lot of CG.
1: I don't know if they got part on. a cut of the tips for not showing that or yeah, what, but
0: there's a lot of spit soup going <laughs> <laughs> being served on. On the, on the boats, in fact, yeah, it's a good, uh, the Ionian princess, uh-huh. in the first season, the yep. Sirocco.
1: I thought Sirocco was a nice-looking boat.
0: Um, well, they were all better than the first. The first yeah, season the first boat one was really was bad. And then the Talisman is the name of the boat. The Talisman boat has,
1: some, has some nice parts to it, but I think in general, I think the Sirocco was the nicest-looking boat.
0: Yeah, they're fancy boats. Yeah. They're fancy, nice boats. I just, yeah. you know... Don't want to be yeah, on it. You got to be on it. All yeah. It's, so, a couple. Yeah. So, maybe to kind of help wind it down here, sure. that, um, a couple of notes uh, worth mentioning here. I, I wrote Hannah. I, you know, I don't know how I feel about Hannah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I wrote Hannah needs to stop making faces. Uh, she's an unfun Jim uh, Halpert. Like, that's kind of how she struck me. Like, she's always okay. making some kind of. Which is fine. And and a lot of times is within reason, but she's she's got a. She's she's a very confident young lady, which is great. but she's wrong, on occasion. <laughs> so
1: look, I have a lot to say about Hannah, but I am going to save it for some later segments. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, then we'll yeah.
0: we'll come back to Hannah. I Don't um, want to
1: repeat myself.
0: <laughs> the the most profound thing that I that kind of hit me watching the show, uh, which I, it was it kind of started out as a, as a joke of a thought, and then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'll bet this is true. Uh, is that I I can't imagine. How angry this show makes the Alaskan crab fishermen show guys! Like, I, I picture them like watching this show and they just watch being furious, just furious that the conflict on this show, like these guys are struggling with a with a like a, a slide that goes over the side of the boat, and the other guys are up in Alaska on a boat like having actual life and death issues of like it's, falling it's over the, the side catch. and like fighting fish and doing all this stuff there's like swordfish just jumping Pirates. out of the water just yep. coming at your face all the time <laughs> swordfish and these guys are, are you know <laughs> upset over uh, you know who or who didn't you know hook up or get drinks or whatever and it's, it's uh, I just imagine them being really bummed out when they watch this show which yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think they probably all all watch it do to, you think they like get,
1: get over at each other's house and watch it together yeah, i do have some yeah. drinks i
0: think they yeah i think they have some uh a nice merlot that they'll okay. break out yeah. and they'll uh swish it around and and uh you know give it some sniff the cork and then they'll do they'll watch think the they,
1: show they make the uh oh what, what do they call the rookies on those ships you don't know huh? a okay. no, we You were asking, the, you
0: were barking out the wrong tree. I, don't right.
1: know. I was just going to ask if they make the rookie get all the drinks for him. But well, I yeah, I
0: think he's, they do, yeah. He's pouring the wine. Oh, all right, and then so the very that. the very last note I wrote about this show is, uh, that this show will go on forever.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. And not
0: in, like, a happy way. Well, like, I, but there is there is no, like, this format that they, like, this could just, they'll, they'll, this show will never not be on the air. Like, if a lot of people watch it, it's just recyclable. It'll just be on... It's like The Bachelor Bachelorette. It's just a they'll just roll the dice every season. and.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's probably very true. I also think that probably it'll be some of the same characters every year. And, you know, people people like this kind of stuff for a number of different reasons. I, I maintain that what is appealing about this compared to other shows... Because I'll, I'll admit, I like this. I do not like other Bravo shows like... Real Housewives, the Kardashians, the Shahs of Sunset. A rebuke. Any of those. I do not like those at all. All
0: right, well, they're going to come up eventually on this show. I'm sure, and I will rip them apart. Eventually, we're going to run out of TV shows to talk about, and we're going to have to start going going through the list (laughs) of of, uh, but
1: But again, like one, you know we we've yet to mention the upstairs downstairs dynamic which i think is important especially with mm. the occasional time when some of the crew have tried to hook up with the guests mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah who'd have thought that would that would happen
1: well of course it would it's just it's not allowed and also it's kind of sad like i i it's not sad it's it's fine it's just you know <laughs> clearly the guests have a fantasy of hooking up with the crew mm-hmm. because it's like the upstairs downstairs thing, and especially it's when it's these like thing. rich older women mm-hmm. who are into the like hot young guys, it's it's kind of creepy and offensive to yeah. me as someone who used to work a lot of service industry jobs. Mm-hmm. But just,
0: I can see you're very deeply offended. It's it's right. weird, uncomfortable, and and uh, I, you know, it's, again, I again, I maintain there's some of these shows they should film live. And the people should wear, you know, like shock bracelets or anklets uh-huh. or something. Yep. And we should be able to, like, when they do something weird, just buzz them. They should pick like one person. Like, it should be like a contest for the most reasonable person. And they should, it's like immediate, like it's it's like uh, it's like an insta poll. They just shock them, and then it would be fun. All of a sudden, the old lady stops touching Bobby. I would just watch leave that. Him
1: alone. Yeah, he's not interested, and yeah. he's not allowed. Just leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> It's well. I mean, okay. Just just to bring it back, it's oh, wow. offensive because if it were an old man harassing a young woman, mm-hmm. people would be like, "That's disgusting." Right. So it's sexist. Hashtag mm-hmm. feminism.
0: Okay. To,
1: to <laughs> think that it's okay for an older woman to harass a young man—it's just—it's uh-huh. just as inappropriate.
0: Okay. So so with that with that bright spot, we're gonna hashtag yep. close up the segment, uh, <laughs> and we'll have the uh, have the showdown orchestra play some of close ups.
1: So majestic, mm-hmm. I love it. But now it is time for our most unpopular take. Let's get overdramatic. Cliff, do you want to start us off with sure. something overdramatic?
0: I I will. I, it's hard to top the overdramatic nature of, of the show that we were watching. Here, this oh boy, this episode. But my overdramatic take is that uh, all these people are getting exactly what they signed up for. <laughs> right, crew, guests, fish. All unhappy together. Fish. Yeah, the fish are having a bad time. Everybody, everybody's having a bad time around this show. There's, it's just the fish have to witness what's happening in the boat. They can hear the drunken screaming and there's, who knows what's being thrown over into the water. Like they don't film that part of the show, but there's just some nonsense. And I, I feel like there's like a a cult of misery that's happening around this boat where like no one is bound to be happy. The guests are probably not gonna have. Gra- I mean, they're being filmed. Like, how how fun of a vacation really can you have if you just got a film crew following you around for the yeah, entire? Like, it can't, can't be great, right? And so I, I, that was my my take: is that they're, You know, the show kind of pretends to lead you along to say, "Well, maybe some good stuff's going to happen," and it's, and it's just not. Everyone that is involved with the show is bound to end up miserable. and they just recycle the people when people get fed up. I don't know how much is going to be able to take, but eventually they'll just kind of turn stuff over and and, uh, and, and start again.
1: Yeah, I I would say mine is a little less dramatic. It uh, certainly is probably unpopular. I think all of the crew, almost all of the crew, are kind of de- terrible at their jobs. <laughs> like, the deckhands are kind usually... Kind of terrible. Usually do a good job, but like Adam the chef kind of sucks. I mean, I'm sure the food is good, but he... he <laughs> <laughs> Literally was like I don't agree with this person's preferences, mm-hmm. and I mean that was one example. But still, he kind of doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Again, the amount of money that people are paying to have every stupid whim that they have catered to, mm-hmm. he's like mm, I don't feel like doing that. And Hannah is I don't think a very good stewardess. I I well, think she she's she's fine in that she gets the job done. But again, like the. Price point that these people are paying, I would expect so much more extravagant situations. And to be fair, that lady had waited like twenty minutes. Wow.
0: For <laughs> and no, it's come to this. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In I definitely. Of the nuts I would lady. never
1: defend that lady. Wow. She is awful. This but, is about to get real. But put it in a different way. <laughs> One of the stewardesses on this third season was completely out the first charter because she had seasickness. Yeah. <laughs> this is, these yeah, people are like, not good at their well, jobs. Well, that's also
0: the same. Is that uh, Casey? Is that I the think so, yeah? yeah Casey, also yeah. the same girl that's from New York that was said she had never done her own laundry before oh, right, she got right, right, to the yeah, show. Yeah, is, yeah, like that was bad news, no news waiting to happen. Yeah. So
1: all of these people are kind of kind of not super great at their jobs, considering how much money they make. Mm-hmm. And I just think again, overall. Uh, this experience is overpriced and not really worth it.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it's hard to tell just because again, it's edited. They choose these people on purpose. It's a set up situation, but it, it feels like this is just a bad way to spend your money. Let's <laughs> like, right. just not do not recommend. Uh, uh, at all, especially
1: because the weather plays such an important factor. Sometimes I've literally seen them go out and they're gonna do a bunch of stuff, and the captain is like, Hey, so the weather's really bad, so we're just gonna go back to the port and just stay there,
0: right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> the
1: worst <laughs> turn of events. I'm sure they didn't get a refund,
0: it's well, crazy. Yeah, I agree. So, on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and take our, take our first break here and uh. <laughs> try and try and catch our breath uh but don't don't go away we're going to come back and give out some awards and pass some judgment
1: welcome back to the showdown now it's time to get gussied up it's dundee time Cliff, would you like to start us off with your award for the best?
0: Sure. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. So my best is kind of an abstract award, but I'm going to okay. hand it out anyway because the words have to be given here in the grand tradition of our, our our Dundee ceremony. My my best award goes to the beautiful time before I started watching the show. <laughs> was I ever so innocent? Uh, I I, there, I just there was there was not much redeeming about watching this show like it it wasn't the worst show I've ever seen all right which will be reflected in my ratings which you'll see here very <laughs> shortly it's not the worst show I've ever seen but but a, a very standard reality show so I, I think I get the appeal in that it's formulaic and it involves something it's something like if the show was just about <laughs> I would sound like an old man when I say this oh but it, if the show was there just about go. like running the boat
1: okay <laughs> I, I might find that more interesting like <laughs> okay. it's
0: just about you
1: would rather see a show about the mechanics of working a boat sure
0: show me okay. how, like i wanted i want to know more about the guys that we don't actually see okay. that are running i want to yeah. know how to, you should know watch how those deadly knots are are catch thought. there's different there's yeah. so many different knots greenhorn
1: that's what they're called the new ones okay that's, wow that was a
0: real, real delayed reaction somebody
1: listening to the podcast is probably like what is
0: Cult. No, they knew immediately and okay. were, were shouting well, into there. Well, now you yeah. don't have to they, they send us, us angry off emails. A, to, be, to be honest, all the people just turned off the podcast <laughs> at that point. They're no longer no longer listening. Uh, so, Colin, what was your best?
1: My best was uh, Captain Sandy. Okay. I think she is very cool. Um, she's no nonsense. I appreciate that mm-hmm. she is a captain who tries to educate and grow and develop the deckhands. Mm-hmm. She tries to teach people things. She yeah. tries to help them learn because she wants to you know, help advance people. People. I, I think she doesn't take no crap from anybody and I like that she gets annoyed with Hannah because Hannah is not a very good stewardess and Captain Sandy gives her the talking to a time or two and in fact the most recent episode she wanted to fire her.
0: So we're going to see how that goes. Right. I, that's the thing. I, 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 you know, I'll, I'm I going to I'm gonna do something shocking in defense of, of Hannah for a okay. second. All I right. don't think Hannah's a bad stewardess. Okay. I think Hannah is not equipped to deal with the caliber of nasty people that show up on this. Uh-huh. I, I think perhaps she knows what she's doing. Yes. She does not react well to awful people, which is a lot of what the service industry is about. Is anybody that's ever waited tables or bartender or any of those things, anything that service knows... The nice people are the easy. Mm-hmm. Go. It's it's the people that show up, and there's one a night, if not more. And depending on where you yeah, work, if you're lucky, it's all night. of them all the time. Yeah. And it takes a very right. special skill set to <laughs> Sh- like not...
1: Shout out. Never mind. I'm not yeah. going to say where, <laughs> where I worked so oh, that right. that was well, the gotta, case. I'm not,
0: no, <laughs> not going to name any names, but we've, we've, everybody's been through there one way or another. We've all worked service jobs at, at, at one point. And so I it, I would say that in, in, in defense of, of Hannah. I don't think she's a bad stewardess. I think she's probably not great, as many of us may not be dealing with these just... Super villains that show up on, this, <laughs> on the show, but but right. I do like Captain Sandy. I think your award yeah. is, is well placed. I think Captain Thank Sandy she. is Thank is uh, is, a, is a nice lady. Well,
1: I think she's a great captain too. Uh,
0: she's well, she's certainly a good captain. She can yeah. she can park. I can't I can't park a bicycle, and she can park a giant boat in a in yeah. a dock. So that's kind of amazing. Yep. Um, my worst award, as I've alluded to for the the, the <laughs> remainder of our podcast uh, and everything preceding, are the guests. All of them. They are the villains of the show, <laughs> like they—they, they, you know—it's—that's it, the way that the story seems to be told in this show. Is we're going to show you some people that you think are crazy, but wait, mm-hmm. we're going to have some people show up on this boat that are actually bad people and make everybody else seem like heroes. It's kind of the the, the part of the maybe circumstance, but perhaps also brilliance and planning of the show is they probably go out and find some of these people on purpose and then they bring them on and it, it makes for kind of a weird mix. And so my worst of the show are the guests because I don't find them entertaining. I find them just, just difficult to watch. Like there were a couple of episodes where like, I just wanted to fast. I'm like, I can't even, I can't even deal with this, this these people doing anymore. Like, this is just nonsense and I can't handle it. And I'm gonna have to call somebody and talk to them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My worst is exactly the same. I wrote every single guest Mm -hmm. and I, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I think they're awful people. I think it does a very important function of connecting you with the people who work on the boat just because, you know, you certainly feel bad for them and you, you recognize that that makes their job that much harder. Mm -hmm. And also it just, it's, Miserable to imagine being that kind of person, you know. So many people that have that much money are like that, and it just is heartbreaking to think. Couldn't there? I mean, I'm sure there are really, really rich people who are super duper nice and who don't treat people like crap, but
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I, shout out to Warren Buffett.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what up, Bill Gates? <laughs> um, but who who knows? Maybe Bill Gates is rude to servers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But as as someone who worked a lot of a lot of hours in a upscale, not not fancy, but an upscale restaurant, I will tell you the Okay, uh, we're not yeah,
0: again, we're not gonna name, we're any, not names, gonna name would, any names, but I would I would argue with upscale.
1: I, I in the in the context of where it was located okay. in a particular city where mm-hmm. it, it definitely was and, and I'll tell you the the people who were nicest to me were not necessarily the ones who were the richest. Okay,
0: well yeah. that's true. And and I, it should fair to point out perhaps in the interest of of truth like not all of the guests were supervillains. Like there were some guests that were just weird and there were some that were, you know, like you mentioned one, I did not see any, but I didn't watch all the episodes that, that seemed to be a nice, reasonable person. But the percentage is so high of just, think, just detestable.
1: Part of what was frustrating about it is I cannot imagine going on a boat like this and saying, I want this food. I want this meal. I, I want a chef to wow me with local cuisine. That's what I want. I want know? a
0: meal where every course is a different color.
1: I don't. I, don't like, I want a delicious like meal. who that says so, that? Yeah, that's I know. Like, it's who's absurd. Who's
0: doing that? Are it's you a absurd. judge on a cooking show? It's or like you they just...
1: saw it on TV and they were like, oh, we're going to request that because that would be cool. Like, yeah, maybe it is. But also, like, just have him cook what he thinks is really great food and using local fresh... I mean, they're on I the freaking sea. In, in, in
0: the guest defense... He does live in a van. <laughs> that's fair. So they don't know that they, they do. <laughs> the season the season three guests know that very well. They know he lives in a van. They don't know what's going on. That's so true. Uh, you know, I'm that's not, true. That's not trying fair. to bail him out here, but you know that's so So the that will uh, we'll close up this round. Uh, of the dundies we'll hand out our awards i'm guessing we're gonna have to put them on some sort of a dinghy and send them over uh, we're gonna give the them a viking
1: funeral we're gonna put the dundies on the, <laughs>
0: uh-huh, <laughs> the, yeah. a raft and shoot it out to sea and light it on yeah, fire you'll find them in davy jones locker so yeah. with that we'll have the showdown orchestra play us off stage Here, our, our speeches have gone on too long colin So, so magical. So, uh, so with that, it's time to get serious, Colin. This is the part of the show that is, is deadly serious. Deadly. All right. It's time to go before Judge Stone and give our closing arguments, and most importantly, pass almighty judgment. All right. So, of course, closing arguments is, is the part of our podcast where we give our, our final impassioned plea about our feelings on the show and assign it a score. Uh, of course, the scores will be combined in the in the great tradition of Star Search, which is just sorely missed these days. We're, we're waiting for the reboot any day now. But we're going to combine the scores for each of us is going to get a score of uh, zero to five stars. And then we're going to combine those uh, those scores to give a total score out of 10 and then enter that show in the grand uh, the grand leaderboard of the showdown to see where it falls against other uh, other shows that we've reviewed. So so with that Colin, would you like to go first? With your
1: I question? would love to. yes. Uh, here's what I wrote I wrote watching this show is like eating gummy bears. There's nothing of value. You really don't get anything out of it. But you like it, and it kind of feels good, and you just kind of keep taking in more and more and more, and then all of a sudden you're done, and you feel sick.
0: Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you've eaten eight bags of gummy bears. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. You've eaten the whole thing, and you want to throw up. Mm-hmm. Uh, two stars <laughs> on that
0: note. <laughs> wow. I,
1: you know, I like I said, I, I like the show. I understand that the thing I like about the show is that I don't have to think about it at all Uh and that it is fun nonsense background with beautiful Mediterranean landscapes Mm -hmm. sort of sometimes and also (laughs) you know conflict that I that I get to sort of voyeuristically play with but but again it is not is not beneficial to anyone uh-huh. ever anywhere.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's that's fair. So we're this is gonna this is gonna be interesting to see how this to see how this goes down. So my my closing argument is that this show. Uh, is a lot like a sexual harassment training video without the actual training. That's what it struck me as. It was a lot of like a here's what you don't do, and it, but it just keeps playing that reel. It's all the before footage and none of none of the after. I wrote down, ultimately, my tip reflects how much I enjoyed the show. Zero okay. uh, dollars. I did not enjoy the show at all in any capacity. I did give it a plus five bonus. Bump for Captain Sandy uh, because I, I do feel like Captain Sandy plus,
1: plus five uh, Plus
0: 0. .5 point, oh, oh boy yeah, I
1: thought yeah, you were going to give it five stars for a second it's, I somehow like, it's still negative Sandy is great yeah
0: no I'm sorry a plus a plus half a point point okay, five that's stars fair. for Captain that's Sandy I, I think she uh, uh, she's helping the show quite a bit my final score is a two point one. So okay. somehow I've scored this show higher. I don't than understand you. that. With this being your favorite show, it is and not my me favorite. Absolutely show. detesting. It is not my the, favorite show. This show, I, I, you know, I felt like that was fair. Two point one in the scheme of my other, okay. uh, the other shows that we've reviewed. I, I did enjoy it more than the Curse of Oak Island. That's uh, and Some other shows that that we've watched, but that's that's the most I can really say. about it. So, so if I've done my math correctly here, that gives this show grand total of 4.1 stars that's right making below deck mediterranean truly below average in our scoreboard Uh, and so with that uh, we'll (laughs) so with that we'll go ahead and uh enter this score in our leaderboard and get them uh get them set up uh and we'll take a quick break but stay with us because when we come back it's game time Welcome back to the showdown everybody. So, Colin, it's it's time for my very favorite part of our podcast. Are you ready to play some
1: games? I am.
0: <laughs> so, so we're gonna play some games. This is, of course, the part of our of our podcast where we spin our big wheel full of games that we have completely invented and are, by all accounts, pretty stupid. But we oh, love yeah, them, real stupid. And so we're gonna we're gonna play them. We're gonna play three games, and the winner of two of the three rounds, the best two out of three here, will be declared the winner for today's podcast. Uh, my winning streak on the line of I've always won versus Collins has not won yet. I just want to is be clear: Cliff only
1: wins every time because he's in charge of the fake poll.
0: It's it is a it is an absolutely true poll, and it 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 oh. never it never fails to tell us who the winner is. So no. with that, let's go ahead and start our, our first of of three games. Collins, yeah, you I'm like gonna, to spin the wheel first? I'm spin the wheel. Yes, right. please. Oh. Oh boy. oh boy. It has landed on the game we lovingly call Lost Cause. so Yeah, so, that was dramatic. So yeah. Lost Lost Cause is a game where it, we, us both being fans of the show Lost, of course, when it was on, huh. regardless of your feelings about the ending, the show itself was a lot of fun for us to uh, to watch. And one of the big features of that show, of course, was the flash forward, the flash back, and the flash sideways in some cases. But for the purposes of our game, this is a game where we take the subject of today's podcast, Below Deck Mediterranean, in case you haven't been looking, <laughs> and we, we give our best best version of what we would like to see as either a flashback or a flash forward for this show. And so, Colin, would you like to enter your... your,
1: I would love to. Yeah, mine is a flashback, uh, and I don't know what it would look like, but I know what question I would want it to answer. And that question is, why does Bobby fall in love with everyone?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's all I want to know. Is he... You know, have a special relationship with someone in his life. That means anytime he develops a meaningful friendship with a girl, he falls in love. I don't know. Whatever it is, no judgment. I just want to know. Okay,
0: so uh, fair, fair enough. That's 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 a worthy entry. My my entry into the the lost cause uh, game here is actually a flash forward, also involving Bobby. Yeah. Where we're gonna flash forward to Bobby being the captain of the most successful super yacht of all time. And completely behaving as he does today that's what I want to oh, see is where flash forward up. Bobby is now the captain he has learned nothing he is no different he falls in love with every guest that comes on his uh, on his boat all of the crew and just is a it's a complete just chaos uh, of, of a boat and so I, I think that's what I would like to see is just the the eventuality that I think we all feel like is the case where this is just a devastating cycle of behavior that's gonna repeat okay. itself, you know, for the for the rest of time. At least until boats are, are no longer allowed uh, on the Mediterranean. So I think I'm the winner just
1: because yours is way too sad. <laughs>
0: Okay, all right. Okay, I will will I'll get on board with that. So one point, Colin. Uh, so so round one goes to Colin. If you're keeping score at home, I know we are here for sure yes. because this is uh, basically uh, this, this will divide our household for uh, for 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 days to come. So so with that, uh, I've got some ground to make up, Colin. Would you like to spin the wheel for yes, a round two? Yes,
1: I will spin it again.
0: All right. All right, so it looks like we've landed on Spin City. (laughs) <laughs> another one of my favorite theme songs of all time. So Spin City is a game where we give an entry for what would be our ideal spinoff of this show. Many shows, of course, have spinoffs. Famously, we've done some on the show uh, already. But for Below Deck Mediterranean, what, what is the ideal spinoff? And so I'll go first this time, if you like, since she went first Absolutely. in the last round. And I've got a lot of ground to make up, quite honestly. I've okay, got to put in a good performance here. To make up, There's a lot of fine. pressure on me with this answer, but I, I, I think I have what may be a winner. So... My spinoff for the show, and I alluded to it a little bit before, is we're going to take all of the crew members that do not show up on the seasons afterwards. We don't know what happened to them. We don't know why they're not back with this crew or if they're on different boats. I submit to you that the spinoff is that they have actually gone to Alaska to be uh, deep sea fishermen (laughs) uh, on a show that's a spinoff that I'm tentatively calling as a working title the whiniest catch Okay. Um, and it's 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 all of the people that we've seen on shows past going up and having to do a real job. I don't think a lot of them survive. Sadly, it's very Yikes. it's it's a it's a it's a dark show. It's it's Your a lot answers of reality that, are
1: sad today. Well, they are. They are.
0: It's, it's as I've learned over the course of watching this show. It's a sad reality that we live in. Apparently, right. so that's my entry. Is is a spinoff of of a crossover with some reality shows. Again, working title the whiniest catch.
1: Okay. That's interesting. Uh, I had a, I had a tough time with this one. Um, but I, I think the more I think about it, the more that my answer is really going to be actually a really good idea. And I can't wait to pitch it to Bravo in my meeting with them next Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) Um, so I would like to see, not yet. I would like to see a sort of interview talk show, drinking session with Mm -hmm. Captain Sandy and Mm -hmm. Captain Mark from Mm -hmm. season one where it's it's almost like a, like a talk show about the episode where, I mean, it's not going to be fun to watch just because it's going to be, can you believe they did this the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But they're going to be drinking and they're going to sh- be sharing stories and we're going to hear about, you know, the time the boat caught on fire or the time that the anchors got twisted up. But then they're also going to share other stories and I imagine that they're best friends.
0: <sighs> okay. All right. So, the- wow. All right. So... <laughs> I don't feel like that spinoff is going to get as high ratings. Probably uh, not. I, but, you know, I, I, I points for your answer. Unfortunately, no points in the bonus round. This round very clearly uh, goes, I don't even need to check the Insta poll. I think we, we've, you know, I, I've I've created something I feel like that is... True to the the paths of the people okay. uh, in all of Still these sad. different worlds. <laughs> it is very sad, but again, it's 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 why they call it a reality show, Colin. Wow. So so we're gonna have a third round to, to decide the winner of today's uh, of today's podcast. So Colin, would you like to spin the wheel for the, sure. for the third and final round?
1: That's right, here we go.
0: Oh boy. All oh right, boy. Yeah. So we've landed on the deciding game. This is a game called brought to you in part by so, of course, Brought to You in Part By, we've played before, I think, mm-hmm. on, on this show, Brought to You in Part By is a game where we have to submit, the very simply, the ideal sponsor for this show. And so, Colin, I, I'd, I'd like to have you go first. I think it's your turn sure. to go first, if you like.
1: Sure, sure. My sponsor is very simple. It works in two ways. Uh, my sponsor is Dramamine. Okay. It works because you need it to work on these ships, and also you need it to watch this show because these people are going to make you sick.
0: Oh wow, that's uh, that's hurtful. Yeah, that's, this is,
1: that's <laughs> right. My my comment is more hurtful than you uh, literally wanting everyone to drown
0: on. Well, this I'm show. just I'm just saying. Well, I look. I didn't. I wanted to survive. Like I imagine them like okay. getting the you know the. Uh, the treatment on on the on the beach, but um, nonetheless, so so that's your answer. The treatment is, is drama. <laughs> CPR. Uh huh. So so my I'm going to try and go big here. So my ideal sponsor for Below Deck Mediterranean is, in fact, I think a sponsor that is already sponsoring the show. I think there may be some crossover here. I'm pretty sure I remember my ideal sponsor, and I would pitch this to anyone listening from this organization. Is the University of Phoenix. Okay. So i i i <laughs> i, I think i think they actually Careful. already advertised during this show. And i would i would tell you that uh, it, it's there's it's a cautionary tale. This show of what happens when you don't you know go through and and, and polish your skills and, and try and become something that's uh, that's not going to subject you to the type of of just physical and mental abuses happening on, <laughs> on these shows. And so I think the, my submission for Ideal Sponsor is the University of Phoenix. I think they're doing good work. Shout out to the University of Phoenix. This is not branded content, but it's starting to sound like it. I, I think in any sort of educational institution – Advertising during this show is both helping the people that have to watch it to make sure they understand how to change your life and your past, so that perhaps you don't end up, uh, you know, I don't know, say living in a van, um, being a, a, a chef part time, uh, but also perhaps for the the inhabitants of the show, so that they can go through and maybe really become a scientist.
1: I think I'm the winner
0: because well, it worked on two levels. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's Yours just, only worked on one. level. Let's go to the we have the people <laughs> no, have to decide. This home. is not a real point. We have to give a voice to the people. So I'm it. looking at it. Come in. Uh, it's close. Wow, it's really. Yeah, I
1: think I'm the winner. Really
0: close today. It's it's uh, it's, it's so it's fifty one forty nine right now to Colin. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. It's the cliff uh, again and I, again. Gracious this in victory, isn't real. <laughs> gracious Here, in victory. Unbelievable. As always, Colin, you were really close this time. I no, thought no, you were I gonna, so. I thought you were gonna take it, but in the end, uh, you know, I, I was able to to throw a, a, a boon to the world of education, which I know you're a fan of, uh, and, and come out on top. So, uh, great competition as always. Uh, and, and there's there's always next episode. So so with that, you're <laughs> probably not though. What a, I, again? I've, I've set up a, a trap in my own house here. It's, uh, it's getting some Watch real out. getting some real rough looks across the <laughs> across the podcast table here. So uh, so with that, we'll go ahead and close it up. I will probably make a run for it here. Uh, shortly to make sure that I'm, I'm safe. Uh, thanks for joining us as always. Hope you had fun. We always have fun recording these shows. Of course, p- please visit us if you get a chance to at uh, www.showdownpodcast.com and come and check out uh, our, all our episodes. are posted. You can comment, you can talk with us, you can see the leaderboard. We've got all the scores posted, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can give us a shout on Twitter if you like at the Showdown 6. Uh, And talk to us we have updates going on about new shows let us know suggestions for things that you'd like us to talk about and as always i'm cliff i'm colin and this is the showdown signing off